Hello and welcome. My name is Kyle Nielsen, and this is How You Level Up, a podcast where I ask questions to help you become your best self. Today we ask, what can yes and do for you? What does it mean to live from a place of yes and? I first heard about the yes and technique from improv. It's a simple idea where whatever the other person says, you first respond with yes and to take their idea and add to it. This means that responding by saying yes but or yes or and even responding with no is not allowed. There are only a handful of rules to improv, like make your partner look good, realize that there are no mistakes, listen in the present, so saying yes and is a big one because it is a foundation to these other rules. The yes and is more than a rule and a tool for improv, it's a practical and powerful tool in leadership, in collaboration, and for communication in general. We can best understand this by looking at the opposite of yes and. If you share something with your coworker about a project, say you share an idea that you have which can help the team, and your coworker responds with yes but, well then it sounds like they're hearing you and not agreeing with your ideas. Saying yes but puts a pause to the exchange of ideas because the word but says what you've said is something and this next thing is more important or this next thing is the right approach. If you recall, using the word but in your language and in conversation, this is part of the hub of debilitation. And what would it sound like if your coworker responded to your idea with no? Well, that's an easy one to spot. It's a full stop to your message, a full shutdown. Using the yes and tool during a conversation doesn't mean there isn't disagreement, by the way. It's a redirection of the ideas into new areas that were yet to be explored. Let's look at an example to further illustrate this. Say that Jules is speaking with their coworker Tyler. Jules says, Good morning, Tyler. I had this idea about our project with company ABC. I think that it might be a good idea if we approach the next sprint by working on implementation rather than further organization. Tyler then responds to Jules by saying, Good morning, Jules. That's a good idea because we need to get started on implementation, but I think that we need to finish up on the last bits of organizing which team will take what pieces of the implementation. This is an example of yes, but. And you can hear how Jules might feel after that response from Tyler. Well, what if Tyler responded with yes and? It might sound like this. Good morning, Jules. That's a good idea because we need to get started on implementation. We can kick off the meeting by recapping what is left to be organized and then distribute implementation responsibilities to the team so we can move forward with this project. What do you hear in this other response that uses yes and? Can you feel the difference in Tyler's response? Saying yes and is a way to respond to someone's idea and say, I like what you're thinking, 
and I'm going to add to it. In this manner, the person you say yes and to will immediately think, oh, you agree with me and are adding? Well, what is it that you have to add? It's a collaborative way to engage with someone. And it's a principle that's actually not just in improv. It's also a principle in jazz music, where the musicians add on to each other and continue with the flow of music. So rather than hearing hard stops, you hear a symphony of audible chocolate, one of the most delicious things you could ever hear. Let's look at a simpler example. If two friends are going on a hike and they've stopped at the store to grab a snack, we can have Leia and Carl be these two peoples and they're going to buy some apples so that they can eat them at the top of the mountain. Leia offers up the suggestion, hey, let's buy apples so we can eat them at the top of the mountain, and Carl responds, I like apples, but let's get some oranges because those are great. It sounds like Carl is disagreeing, even if he's thinking to himself, let's get both. To change Carl's response so Leia hears yes and, it sounds like this. Leia says, let's buy some apples so we can eat them at the top of the mountain when we get there. And Carl responds with yes, and let's get some oranges because those are great. Now Leia thinks, oh, we're going to buy both and take them both on the hike. It's a way of adding to the conversation without diminishing anything the person you're speaking with has shared or is trying to share. Saying yes and can have an immediate positive effect on conversations. It helps the speaker to hold a confidence when sharing their thoughts. By allowing speakers to build on the ideas of others, your conversation can be more engaging and productive. The types of people who embrace the yes-and approach to conversation also tend to be highly creative thinkers. They are comfortable exploring diverse perspectives and open to considering other points of view. So the next time you hear someone share an opinion, will you be able to respond with yes and? Can you put a pause to the reaction of no when it's about to come out of your mouth? How do you plan to put a stop to the reactive yes but and start your responses with yes and? It's not always an easy thing to do, so think of the measures that you will put in place to be sure you're engaging with people in your life using yes and, and watch how your conversations begin to grow into new spaces. Thank you for listening to another episode. If you're enjoying the show, open up the app you're listening to this on and hit the like or subscribe button and give a five-star rating. At least twice a week, you'll find a new episode asking you a new question, so you can strengthen your emotional independence, improve your communication skills, and upgrade your personal philosophy. So if there's a question you'd like me to dive into next, send it to any of these social media accounts connected in the show notes here. This is all about how you level up.